The Fat Boy Show. How old are you? It's a question that's been considered too rude to ask of a woman. Why? Because women have a tendency to not want people to know their real age. <laughs> But unfortunately, it's quite important for us to have a mechanism by which we can accurately determine a person's age, not just when it comes to issues of love and romance and marriage considerations, but also in determining whether or not the information you furnished the National Identification and Registration Authority is accurate. What's happening now is Nira wants the government to spend 2 billion shillings in the procurement of an age detection machine, citing a lot of mismatch when it comes to the identities of people and the age they provide Nira. Nira alleges that a number of people give wrong information to the authority as they're issuing their IDs or in some instances revert back to the agency requesting that their age information be changed. Now, normally uh, Nira will levy a fee uh, if uh, ever you were to request for such a change, but the challenge is in finding out whether or not the person is being honest and forthright in their claims that the age that they initially entered in was wrong. Why is this important? Well, that's because sometimes some people may after the fact want to alter their age in order, for example, to seek uh, an office such as youth MP. for which there might be an age limitation but because the national id might have them at a slightly higher age they might want to go back and change those details so that they can contest in such seats so there is age fraud going on and this is what nira is wary of so with an age detection machine the machine would do the work mm-hmm. if you go to nira and say uh, please correct my age i'm actually 24 not 44 <laughs> nira would use the machine to determine whether or not you're being honest <laughs> So, what do you think about this Olive 2 billion shillings to procure an age detecting machine? I feel like we are just looking for an excuse to waste 2 billion shillings. Now, I know that we should not commit age fraud, but is it such an issue of national importance that we must spend this money? Well, I think it's uh, useful in uh, mitigating against any errors. I think uh, a lot of people can be dishonest when it comes to declaring their age, and in some instances some people are simply unaware. Mhm. Some uh, people So Nira this machine would help Nira get to know people's exact ages or it will also just be you know like making an estimation. I guess what okay. the <laughs> I think even the best machine at best can do an age estimation but perhaps a good estimation. Uh so that uh, if for example you declare yourself to be 5 or 10 years older than or younger than you actually are then the machine will be able to say uh Not quite. <laughs> I doubt it can pinpoint your precise age, mm-hmm. but at but least it can bring it closer. Yeah. So uh, if you uh, decide to, you know, uh, adjust your details, maybe because you've met a man who you want to marry, but you're worried that he might turn you down when you present your ID for certification or for the marriage license. You'd be like, "Hey, you're this old? <laughs> My goodness, you won't be able to bear me children." Okay, I hear that. I hear that, but still I have an issue with uh, the whole, you know, procuring this machine to determine people's ages because look at it this way. There are people who look old because they are fat, okay? Mm-hmm. And then there are people who look old because the circumstances under which they live are really strenuous, so it gives them this old look. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You're going to find a lady, a 24-year-old woman in the village with let's say seven kids. Mm-hmm. She will not look like a 24-year-old slave queen in Kampala. 
How about like those uh, those uh, national teams, those soccer teams, like under 17? Ah, yes. And then the football players look like they're 50. <laughs> but then the ID shows 15. Now, th- th- those are the extreme circumstances where we may need this machine, but 2 billion shillings for it, um, I don't know. I feel like, why doesn't Nira, instead of buying this machine, why don't they focus on actually training their staff to ensure that they don't make mistakes on people's national IDs. Because, yes, a few people will lie about age, but most of the errors on these IDs are committed by their human resources. And by the way, this is so true. Um, and I don't think it's only just limited to Nira, but I had a mix-up uh, on my passport. So apparently, in applying for my passport, I filled out all the details. I provided copies of my national identification. But uh, on my uh, passport where they indicate my national ID number, they actually put a wrong number. See? See, because, all right, so my NIN number, uh, as is the case for most male citizens, all male citizens, it starts with CM, and then, yeah. That's what it stands for. I never knew what CM But then the M stands for male. Yes. But then they put CF. For female. Yeah, so it's CF. Uh, seven five dash 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 and the rest of it, and yet my national ID NIN number is CM. So they mixed up the genders, and when I was traveling to to Europe uh, in late 2019, uh, and I noticed this, I said, "How might they use this discrepancy to disqualify me from entry?" And you to know, the with country? with those, yes, they can use pretty much any discrepancy. To They'll disqualify say, "Yeah, this is a forgery." You. Exactly. Now here is the thing: when I applied for my national ID, I have three official names: Olive, Monica, Najuma, mm-hmm. and these guys decided to omit Monica. So my national ID came back with only Olive Najuma. And then for my passport, when I was renewing my passport in 2019, they mixed up my date of birth. My date of birth is 7th June. <laughs> they mixed it up to 1st June. Wow, they got it so wrong. Yeah. And this can create problems because if, for example, uh, the name on your national ID or passport is not the same as the name on, let's say, your academic documents, you know, you could lose, you know, you might uh, lose job out on job opportunities. They'll say, we don't see the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, or if ever you're applying for anything, bank accounts, loans, mortgage, anything like that, these kinds of discrepancies have wide-reaching consequences, which I think these people don't appreciate. Especially now when getting pretty much everything is uh, on the premise of having a national ID. Yeah, everything is now electronic. Yeah, so your national ID is now linked to your passport, is now linked to, to your, your bank, bank account, stuff, uh, your debit or credit cards, uh, and uh, all these kinds of details. So... I think it behooves these institutions, NIRA and, and uh, the passport office and whatnot, to be quite diligent in when it comes to you know uh, making sure that these errors are, are minimal to non-existent. And, and then the suggestion that if you make errors on your application form that you pay 500000 really? It's, it's, it's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> That's a lot of money. How many Ugandans can afford that? Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, they don't even talk about how long it takes because uh, it's one thing to say this is what we charge. But are those corrections even effected exactly. uh, in a timely fashion? I wonder. I very much doubt that. So No, they don't. So anyway, the executive director of NIRA, this is what she said. She said uh, to the parliamentary committee that the uh, NIRA wants to increase the fee for correcting errors to 500000 It had previously been 50000 but now they want to correct it to 500,000. And the claim is that uh, they want it to act as a deterrent 
uh, in circumstances where the error was occasioned by the citizen. But the most errors are occasioned by Nira. So what will happen to Nira's stuff? Because you know? here I am, years later, still struggling with <laughs> two names. So if I'm applying for a job, a visa, or anything, I have to always explain why there is a third name on some of my documents and not on others. You know, when you're a bank teller, as you have been, if there's ever a discrepancy between the money you report in accounts and the money that's in uh, your, your docket, uh, usually you, the teller, is made to pay for that discrepancy. Exactly. Uh, and yet in this case... When it is the nearer people that make these uh, errors, and uh, we are supposed to understand, yes, the cost of the error is uh, transferred to the unfortunate citizen, which is very unfair, very in my opinion. But anyway, two billion. What about the one billion we spent on the pornography machine? Where, where <laughs> <laughs> did that machine ever come? Uh, maybe it did because for some time you could not um, surf porn sites. You still can't. <laughs> you uh, still can't. Maybe even now, and don't ask works. me how I know. <laughs> but I'm a bachelor. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not out of that. <laughs> yeah, there, there's such a thing called VPN. That, uh, <laughs> oh, you can bypass that with a VPN. You said that. You're, I didn't you're say giving that. us cassette. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, you're listening to the Fat Boy Show on your number one station, RX Radio. Stick around. Sarah's coming in to tell us what's popping. Uh, this is the place to, the place to be for hip hop and R&B. RX Radio.